Welcome to Multiple Offers, a real estate show with competing perspectives. Today we are talking about door knocking. Put that coffee down. If you're good at something, never do it for free. How'd you get the gig? Oh, you know, they were hiring. It was only a two-week course. I will sell this house today. What are you, some kind of real estate agent? Oh, he's a realtor. There is a difference somehow. This is Multiple Offers, a real estate show. All right, guys, today we are going to be getting into something that Matt, Jer, and I do not do. Which Refuse is, to do. Which is knocking on doors. I'm excited to get a little bit of perspective. We're going to get into uh, how our guests got into this stuff, how they built their teams, maybe some of the horror stories. We're going to talk about what works, what doesn't work. Uh, but before that, uh, we have Eli and Josh. Uh, King Urquhart, I always call you guys. What's your official team name? King and Urquhart. Josh is going to say King, King Urquhart. King plus Urquhart. I like King Urquhart. It's got, okay. a, ring. It's got a ring to it. But, uh, but Eli likes King and Usually Urquhart. we throw yeah. an and in there. Yeah. King and Urquhart. So, I don't know. We're really thinking outside the box on this one. You you guys are both fairly new to Remax All Points. Eli, it's your first year, and you sold 20 homes. Correct, yes. In your first year, which is... Uh, a fantastic way to get started. And Josh, you had been in the business a little bit beforehand, but your first year here at Remax All Points, uh, you qualified for Medallion Club, which is the top ten percent. It was my second year, but yes, thanks for noticing. Tw- your second year at All Points was it yeah, not your first that... full full year, or you He's did been, two no, full no, years? It's two full years. He's actually oh, been, so yeah. they, there's nothing to brag it's, about. It's then. Cool, man. We've had <laughs> many times. He's been around. He's been around for a while. He's just lurking in the shadows. That's um, true. T- Twenty for for last year in general. Is huge, regardless of big year. Regardless yeah, last of, year was a hard new, year in real estate. New agent, um, that's still big, but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I appreciate you guys recognizing. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, you guys have created a team, which is pretty exciting. I'm sure we're going to get into all of um, all that stuff. Uh, little known fact: Josh tried to become a host or have his own segment on our show oh, once upon very, a time, very early on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cue the segment. Yeah, because. Um, yeah, it actually was a good idea. You wanted to come in with, because in a previous life before real estate, you did a lot of uh, like home renovation stuff, right? Oh, correct. Yeah. And and you've also um, done some flips and whatnot and wanted to come in and do do things. And, and Jeremy said he wanted to be the funny one, so you couldn't be on the show. Uh, that's <laughs> that's, it that's not what happened. <laughs> it makes sense now, yeah. It's crystal clear in the rear view. I think but. we should bring just the tip back. Oh, you wanted to use we the title? Just try it. Yeah. yeah, we we I think we killed your segment specifically because of your title. Just just the tip was what you wanted to. No, do. no, it was uh, the tool of the day. Tool of the day. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> no, maybe, maybe it was. Uh, no, maybe it was tool of the week. It was either that day or week. It yeah. must have been week because yeah, yeah, yeah we've it's never it's done just... daily. But uh, mm. what's going on with you guys? Market's heating up, huh? It is. Yeah, yeah. We are. We're getting a lot of uh, calls from some of the leads we picked up uh, late in the year. Uh, well, sort of September, fall time. So, um, yeah, it looks like we'll have a pretty good start once the spring market officially hits. Well, it's felt felt like uh, early this year that uh, the spring market's already here. So, uh, definitely a hot start to the year. No, definitely noticing buyers um, a lot more uh, proactive, uh, wanting to look at homes. Open houses much busier. It's not uncommon to see uh, you know ten, twelve groups through um, now plus, right? So, I think it's a, if it's anything less than that. It's uh, quite a um, slow open house, I guess, uh, is what I'm trying to say. So, uh, yeah, 
you know, I've had 20 a few times and, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely heating up. And of course, multiple offers again, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't been in a transaction this year that hasn't been a multiple offer, mm -hmm. um, either for the seller or the buy. So you, you guys do a lot of stuff like Tri-Cities, Canaria, Coquitlam, Poco. I know mm -hmm. you can sort of farm, we'll get into that a bit. Yeah. Um, is open houses, you're saying like you're, you can get like 12 plus groups, like it's pretty, pretty smoking out that way. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. there's, um. Um, most open houses I'm, I've been doing uh, so far this year, even even fall of last year, you definitely notice the tide change. So um, last year, you know, the average was probably five, six people, mm -hmm. and I do open houses every weekend, at least two, if not four. And uh, definitely, definitely see a difference uh, from the last six months, let's say, where, you know, 10, 12 groups through is pretty common now. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Before we get into some real estate talk, uh, you guys kind of have that same look of J that Jer has, which is that exhaust exhausted brand new father look. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm saying you guys all look tired. You, you look like crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I especially had a great night last night. So <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. The because uh, all of you have new new babies, right? Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, My I think I'm the newest. Uh, yeah. Jer, Jer, like ten newest. weeks. Uh, yeah, I've got almost weeks. three three months. Yeah, you're just a few weeks something. before me. So my yeah. my my boy, uh, seven weeks. He'll be eight weeks old. Yeah, today, Josh's so. kid's like fully grown now. It's not really does, doesn't really count. He's, he's, uh, does Josh have two? Uh, not yet. He's twenty. Second months. is on the way. You're not so supposed to talk about it either. Oh, surprise, mom! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure she'll be listening. <laughs> yeah, my mom listens to this show religiously. Okay, big big fan. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> she, okay. she will be now. Cool. Love you, Sharon. If you are listening to this yeah. one for the first time, Jer, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, kind of similar story to what uh, Eli and Josh have been talking about. Just been busy. Yeah. Tired. Busy. Um, yeah. It seems like this March just happened in like January. Yeah. yeah spring came early. Yeah. Huh? Just, yeah. just that, like yeah. hit the ground running. Um, and, uh, you know, you've got two babies to, to feed now. It's, it's, uh, or I do, you, you've always <laughs> had that. So that's always a motivating factor too, to get, I wouldn't say always, <laughs> but yeah, to, to take yeah. some getting used to for sure. I had a weird Instagram uh, message a couple days ago. That's the one ago. with the pictures? N no, not that one, Jer. <laughs> what's, what's that one? <laughs> Did you send that, Jer? <laughs> yeah, Jer sends me some weird weird stuff. Um, from, from Sharon Thrive. But I don't know if anybody else got this. A company reached out through Instagram, which immediately makes me think they're legitimate, uh, <laughs> offering the services of AI Red Stratadox. Robots. Oh, I think uh, Eli Report, is that what it's called? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was it that. Eli? I have, I have heard of, yeah, not me, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I haven't really uh, went through it uh, too much, but I have heard of it, yeah. I, I feel like trusting an AI to read Stratadox mm -hmm. for you is, is terrifying. They offered a free trial, mm -hmm. and I kind of want to do it just to see what it, like give them you like, gotta hand them a crap building well, like, i want to give them a building <laughs> like fix this robot a, a building that uh is is crap but maybe needs some interpretation like where the minutes it's in there but you it's maybe a little coded which we see a lot of times you know i i, I feel like it's a i wonder if they're highlighting like keywords and their uh, it's gotta just be algorithm key. or program yeah. right you know keywords yeah. put in the depreciation report and then they'll interpret yeah. it which yeah. is a lot like easier it, to it, pick it, those it data could points work uh, you know if you think about it but um, it's the technology is not there <laughs> yeah it's, it's early days kind of thing. there's so much yeah. reading between the lines when we're reading strata documents like it, it's yeah. Yeah. you know you read enough of them you can kind of like you're saying sort of 
yeah, they're not exactly hitting on some of the keywords. Some will actually avoid them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but even just noticing like the votes at AGMs for things and, and just little, little things that I don't think they would be. be I wonder be if they pull into. stuff like that. Like, Hey, they vote 60% of the time to pass. Like, I wonder if you get a bunch of stats and stuff. I feel like it's, it's stuff like, and maybe non-area experts would be okay with it, but um, you start to get to know buildings and when you're sort of working a specific area all the time and you know, like, okay, it's not really in the docks, but these guys, like, they're mm-hmm. putting off some big time work or mm-hmm. they've, or vice versa. Like, I don't think if you read the strata docs for Tiffany Shores, Tiffany Shores did an absolute ton of work in that building. Mm-hmm. None of it would be in the last two years if mm-hmm. they were going through, through yeah. all of that yeah. stuff. And yeah, anyway, I just thought it was kind of interesting, but should we talk about knocking on doors? Knock, knock, knocking on doors. That's why we're here. We've so. got an excellent <laughs> awkward flow going. Let's get yeah, into it. Good. It is, yeah. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. You decide your own level of involvement. Well, I guess this is a case where we'll have to agree to disagree. I don't agree to that. Neither do I. Wrong. National debt. Wrong. Wrong. Advocate. Wrong. With that money, Wrong. lost Wrong. Wrong. Very nice words, but happens to be wrong. You're listening to Multiple Offers, a real estate show. All right, so we're going to talk about knocking on doors, which I think is something that most people, when they first get into real estate, cringe at. Like, we're often told... I'm getting clammy just, like, just thinking, thinking about, about like, yeah, walking yeah. up to a stranger's house and the fear. And- totally. And... You know, when you get into real estate, you're told, like, there are a bunch of different ways to generate a lead. Door knocking is obviously one of them, cold calling, doing open houses, talking to your sphere. There's a whole bunch of different ways, farm mailing, where you mail a specific area. I'd love to hear, A, how you guys decided this was going to be one of your sort of primary buckets for generating leads, and also the perspective of, because Eli, you're brand new. Correct, yes. And Josh. You're too now. As you corrected me you've been doing this a while um how, what, what's the origin of this how did you guys decide like okay door knocking is going to be our jam um well i think how it started was uh me as a new agent i had to figure out what, what was going to be a you know separator and you know how i was going to attract business you know I, I knew my phone wasn't just going to ring right so you know open houses you're already way ahead of most of the new agents <laughs> <laughs> thanks jeff yeah <laughs> Um, you know, just stepping out of your comfort zone is definitely, uh, you know, a, a key contributor of, uh, you know, where you have to be to, to succeed in this business. Um, so I started with uh, expireds, uh, not doing as much expireds now, but um, that, that, I guess that was the initial confidence. Uh, was successful with picking up one pretty early on and then uh, kind of just evolved from there. And then that's how Josh kind of noticed um, you know, we, we kind of teamed up after that and, mm-hmm. what, you know, went, went out uh, a few times together and kind of just went from there. What was your expired plan? Were you, were you mailing? Were you calling? How were you uh, getting in? Just, no, just door knocking with, with a letter, trying to initiate oh, okay. the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So um, these, these were houses that you were just walking up, knocking on the correct. door. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when you, when you came in, you didn't have the notion that this is going to be easy. Your phone was going to ring no, because you're like, not. No. Yeah. Um, now you had, I think, a competitive advantage, and you tell me if I'm wrong, sure. because you were in sales before you got into real estate. Um, I have done sales previously, but not. Uh, okay, let me not rephrase. Like a sales real background, I wouldn't say. I think it's a. Natural. Were you in stocks? 
Uh, correct. Yes. Okay. I think of socks as sales. I guess that's sure. <laughs> not, yeah. But you yeah. were you were in a business where you were essentially influencing people correct. before. So you probably yes. I would imagine the stock uh, market is similar to real estate in that you've got two jobs. You need to do the job, but then you also have to find people correct to do yes. do the job for that. Yeah. That's correct. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you had a little leg up. Yeah. At least knowing that it would be real work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. yeah. Com- yeah. Coming in knowing that it's not just going to be handed to you and you're going to have to make, make your own success. Um, even coming up, like we talk about this with, with new agent, agents all the time about just like open houses. Like that's one thing that we firmly believe in. Um, and you went right to like four a weekend? Uh, correct, yes. Four. Um, tr- we try to get four. It's uh, been a little tougher lately um, with the low inventory, but um um, yeah, it was just, uh, I think his consistency is, is the key to many aspects of life, but, uh, especially in real estate is, uh, you know, showing up, doing the work. Uh, there was a point where, um, I think it was like March last year where I was told the spring market was going to show up and, uh, you know, I didn't really get a good, good lead for like six weeks. So, you know, I could have easily just packed it in and said, no open houses don't work. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, it takes time too to hone your sort of dialogue and correct. your yeah. approach and be like, this is kind of who I am. And I understand like, we all attract different yes. people. Yeah. Right? So even when I've talked to some newer agents now, I've had a couple shadow me, um, you know, it's finding your own niche, your own, um, you know, um, your own, uh, way of doing things, right. Just, you know, you can't just copy somebody else. Right. And, and, uh, do you have kind of a typical flow that that works? Like, what is yes, so? I definitely. I come into the open house. I'm a new. I'm a, a buyer. How do you want that to go? Um, just trying to build rapport. Um, uh, not not uh, diving in too early. You know, I, I see that uh, when I you know go with some buyers uh, to open houses in the past. Uh, you know, a lot of times they're aggressive. Where hey, do you have an agent? And I know with these new rules, there's that's probably part of it. But um, you know, it's, it's not, it's trying to, you know, maybe get a name first, right? <laughs> maybe, uh, you know, yeah. talk about something uh, other than real estate, you know, um, and then providing value um, and, and, and kind of going along, right? And, and separating yourself, uh, making yourself different from the other 10 open houses are going to go to that day, right? So, so what's an example gonna, of providing value? Um, market uh, statistics. Um, I know all the numbers off the top of my head uh, for that month or the last quarter, or, you know, year, whatever. Um, so, understanding the market, understanding the neighborhood. Um, you know, so what, you're trying to educate the buyer correct. when they come in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. A little bit of a flex. Oh, an educational flex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, part part of the whole like dating ritual. Someone's coming in an open house is you know, to show like, so yeah. who are you? Like, are you going to be a pressure guy? Or are you going to, do yeah. you know what you're talking about? Yeah. Do you, do you guys tag team your opens? Like is uh, both of you guys only there? If, or? Only for our, uh, our listings. Sometimes the opening uh, weekend. Yeah. Opening yeah. weekend, yeah. first day, we'll, we'll probably both be there at least one of, one of the two days. But yeah, from then on we're doing, we're both doing at least three opens each per, mm-hmm. per weekend right now, if we can get them. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh, so this year you made medallion. Yeah. How big of a jump was what you were producing this year compared to other years? Oh, it was night and day. Um, to circle back to the, the door knocking uh, initiative, I got licensed in 2014 and I was very much one foot in, one foot out, kept a full-time job pretty much and uh, was doing a, a few ends a year. Uh, and it was only when 
Jeremy actually convinced me to come and listen to Coach Keith here. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Coach Keith. Right. Yeah. <laughs> great. Love that guy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm probably a little far away from my mic. Anyways, uh, once I heard Coach Keith talk, I mean, it, that's it's kind of a longer story, but at that time in my life, I was really searching for that next level, like doing doing something that I love, getting uh, getting away from splitting time with, uh, another job that I'm clearly not passionate about. Mm. Uh, so, uh, joining, uh, Remax Advantage at the time, uh, was, uh, it was a steep learning curve. You know, you're, you're walking into an office surrounded by heavy hitters like these, yeah, these, are, these are the leading realtors in the area, in the lower mainland, like pretty much everyone here makes medallion every year. But you're um, absorbing that knowledge being around it because it's not common for like a lot of brokerages. You don't you step foot in there to hand in a deposit check mm-hmm. or to pick up right. a paycheck, ideally. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, but otherwise, everyone's working like it's we're in this business now that's kind of evolved into like people mm-hmm. working at home. So to be able to mm-hmm. one thing's a little different about not like shameless plug for the office, but um, there's a good community of people. This office in particular is quite small, but just being able to be in that space and, and absorb yeah. stuff from yeah, from people yeah. and seeing like, you know, I guess that's, so that's kind of how your relationship started is you got sort of yeah. saw a, Eli was doing some of these things and you're like, there's a, there's a great support system in this office for sure. And, uh, you know, we have our awards night this, this, uh, uh it's tomorrow, right? Yeah. T- tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, um, you know, I can speak to that. Like, I know, I don't, I don't believe I would have done 20 deals in my first year it wasn't for the office right and the the level of support in this office including josh of course right but you know you guys right being able to do open houses for you guys so and people in the office i i want to know josh what's like other than knocking on doors mm-hmm. what's one thing that was different this year than previous years like what what was the it was what were the actions that made the yeah i i mean i don't want to pump his tires too hard because no his head's already pretty big it is quite large but (laughs) you know once when i met eli i met someone that was at my level so i even though i had been licensed since 2014 it was it was very nice to find someone that had a similar mindset and was still in the early stages of uh, establishing themselves as a realtor and and building a career and um, and building towards something you know bigger over the next few years. So that I think was uh, one of one of the biggest hindrances when I first joined Remax here is that I felt like there wasn't anyone else at my level. I was sort of a, a, at the bottom rung, and maybe that so was just my mental game that needed work. But um, co- yeah. that's where Coach Keith comes in too, right? So even yeah. though there were people willing to help. Yeah. It, it was there like a level of intimidation or, Oh, or, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 When, when you're joining an office, like I say, of, of to established a, people, listers, it's like, uh, you know, every question you ask, you feel like, am, am I the only one asking this question like this year? <laughs> you, you're good at faking it then. Cause I yeah. would never have, yeah, never have guessed. Well, I did yeah. a lot of acting when I was young. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's why you and I get along. Yeah, a big, <laughs> a big question that I'm sure is on a lot of the listeners' minds is, is um, who asked who out first? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. a great question. Actually, uh, it it stems back to uh, his his first listing that he got in. Uh, I I caught wind that he got a listing on six, and it was due to him door knocking uh, an expired letter. 
And I said, well, what You're like, what the? Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> this brand new greenie comes in here and so has I, the balls to do that. Yeah, so I, I, I took note. I was like, well, he's out there. He's willing to do the work. So I immediately just asked him out for a coffee and that's kind of where it started. Yeah, and then... Because people don't normally team up. I mean, Josh, you've been in the business a long time. But Eli, you're you're pretty early into your career to mm-hmm. be creating a team. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it sounds like you guys are uh, essentially attributing a lot of your success to keeping each other accountable and Correct. and mm-hmm. and the partnership. It's it's really interesting because I don't yeah. think it's a model new agents. A lot of agents, I think, feel like they need to build a business first mm-hmm. and then and then create a team. Well, it, it was happening that way for me, but. Uh, um, Early on, when when Josh uh, wanted to meet with me and then kind of move, evolve from there, it was it was a bit of a dating process. Through, yeah. Did uh, you play hard to get? Or? <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, I wanted to make sure he he, 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 he tried, but I, I always get my way. <laughs> Besides being ridiculously good looking, what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, 2019 was kind of a, a trial process for us, where um, you know that's what I needed out of a partner, um, someone of. Um, you know, core values and principles, mm-hmm. uh, code that they live by. I think that uh, was the, sorry to cut you off, but uh-huh. that, uh, that was the most interesting thing about our first conversation over a coffee was his, his questions were all about, you know, like, what do you value? What, what's important to you? It wasn't, it wasn't how much money business. do you want to make yeah. this year? You know, how many ends do you want to do? So right away I knew that there, you know, there was something at least worth pursuing there. And with the help of uh, hmm. Coach Keith, it, it actually it it started in its in its infancy as uh, just a prospecting team. He said, "Don't don't make this anything bigger than it is. You guys just met each other. Like, there's no way you can dive right into a partnership and think everything is going to go swimmingly." Right. So he said, "Go out and just prospect. You just split anything you get." And see how that works. Yeah. So and it was uh, nice to have somebody in the trenches in there with you, and and, yeah. and it kind of just you know evolved as it should, right? And then uh, this year we've we've taken the plunge, and but we know what we're what we're doing, and uh, you know we have a um, a plan, and you know we we've already gone through the the hard stuff to to understand, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know. You so you didn't you weren't initially when you became a realtor being like I'm, I'm going to start with no. a team. You're like no. I'm going to. Uh, no, that's not necessarily to- true. Um, I thought about joining a team. I even interview with a couple, um, just to you know get an idea of like you know what what it's supposed to look way, like way to be mentored and yeah, yeah i looked at it as that uh and uh it didn't really work out that way kind of a blessing in disguise i think but, yeah uh, we we talked about that really early on you and i had uh i can't remember if we went out for coffee or, or lunch or something but mm-hmm. i remember you talking about joining a team as an option and that you'd interviewed with a few of the mm-hmm. sort of big hitters in town mm-hmm. and i I hope I said it, but I remember thinking like, no, but you could make way more money just on your own yeah. than working under someone. See, right? I wasn't attracted to that. I wanted like I, I uh, value the education or yeah. the environment to learn things the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then um, you know, first things first, and then second things will happen, right? So mm-hmm. uh, it's about doing the taking the right steps accordingly. Even same with like you know, door knocking or real estate. People are thinking step five before step one, and you know, I think a lot of people fail because of. Uh, that reason not that i'm an expert or anything like that Uh, i'm still early but um you know that's kind of how i see things so on that note i feel like step one that most people never get over on door knocking is you've got to have guts 
and I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but I think it takes a certain level of bravery. And there's lots of people who don't door knock. Like, I, I would never door knock, not because of uh, fear, but to me, I don't like when people knock on my doors. So Fair I don't, I don't, yeah. don't want to mm-hmm. do things that I personally don't yeah. like. Has it been as bad as it felt? Like, I, I want to hear some of the horror stories. <laughs> what what, what, what well, are actually, some of the... <laughs> I, I think it's important to note, like, y- the way that you just described door knocking was you don't like people knocking on your door. But yeah. re- really what you're saying is you don't like people knocking on your door and trying to sell you something. Correct. Because if, so- if someone yeah. just... I don't mind when people knock on my door and try to sell me Girl Guide cookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that makes so. sense. <laughs> only, only, only the, cho- the chocolate ones with, with the, the good ones. Ma- yeah, yeah those not ones. that the other ones are crap. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the evolution of, of our door knocking obviously started off very uh, primitive, full of fear, yeah, um, and really awkward bad exchanges like all my worst stories are from the first two to three months of door knocking so and you would have way worse encounters at the beginning absolutely yeah because well you guys you guys have been so consistent you probably just i'm sure at some point people were like yeah it's these guys again like fine like, yes and, yeah and, and, once and, you establish a farm you, you yeah. obviously you start knocking on the same door more than once and they remember you or maybe they remember how they heard you talking to their neighbor how long did it take to like cons- consistency with with any kind of marketing efforts in real estate and farming is is really key. The how, you guys probably had times when you thought you wanted to like give up or like w- did you know when like oh this is working or like when did you get your first yeah. sort of call back? Yeah, so we actually got uh, validation pretty quickly within what, what was it Josh three weeks four weeks we got a pretty good call. Oh, that's really quick. Um, so that definitely helped. Um, but I think our mindset going in was, you know, um, you know, kind of a year commitment to see what the results were, right. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was anything mm-hmm. and then from there kind of adapt, right. You know, so I think, and again, that's like anything, you know, yeah. you can't just, you know, flavor the week, you know, what, what, what am I going to do this week to kind of, it's not like, working like yeah, with the open yeah. houses, you could have said, so, it, I mean, it's I not working. I think we're committed to like about a year to see if it was legitimate and then evolve e- every there. day, work day, Mon- uh, Monday, Friday, day? three to four times. I think we started, what, started twice a with, week, yeah, started yeah. with about twice a week. And then Eli just kept adding a day and I kept resisting. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, I mean, I, I basically had a new, a new baby mm-hmm. as of June last year. So, we started in February. That's four months, and and then and then I think that's when you really started to want to add a day. And I was like, "You're effing crazy, man!" I can't. <laughs> it's cold. Sleeping right now, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was cold, cold and wet. You guys are yeah. out there, like yeah. Yeah, it rains yeah. a lot here. I yeah. want to get into some of the tactical stuff, but I feel robbed. I do want to hear some of the horror stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, w- yeah. I want to go back. Like just put pause on this for a second, and yeah, I, I so in those first few, like, tell me about some of the really awful moments. Uh, I would say the first bad experience wasn't even that bad uh, for me. It was uh, a lot of people they'll actually like put a little note by their mailbox, um, and you know, no you solicitors or whatever, exactly, no yeah. flyers, whatever, and yeah. we always knock on the door and. You don't hear anything. You know, usually like most houses will creak if someone moves or like you start to, you start to like doors, like windows. Yeah. You kind of like you keep your peripherals open and you're looking to see if blinds move or whatever. And, um, but I mean, if they're not coming to the door, they're not coming to the door. So, uh, 
that that was when we had our uh, we do a quarterly update, and um, at first we didn't. But anyways, at, at that time, so I just stuffed it in the mailbox, and I noticed like as I was stuffing it, there's a tiny little sticker beside the mailbox that says no flyers, and and just as I'm stuffing this thing in, in into the mailbox, I hear this. <laughs> freaking super angry yell from inside. I was like, oh God, I'm going to die. So I'm just quickly shuffling off this guy's driveway, like picturing he's going to come to the door. He's going to have a weapon. Like that's it. And this is Poco. And it didn't, I was, um, yeah, it was almost, like, it was almost Poco. It was the edge of Poco and, uh, didn't happen. He didn't come to the door, but my heart was racing. Like I thought I was about to have a pretty angry encounter. And, um, and that that really wasn't that bad. I I would say that the next most significant one was I I was chatting with a guy in the same community, and pretty rough dude, like smoking the whole time we were talking, dressed very poorly. His house was in a lot of disrepair. Type of guy that you know live just live and let live. He didn't want to do a thing to it. Um, so anyways, we, we talked for about five minutes. His dog was, like, hovering around uh, our feet. And uh, all of a sudden, I stepped in his dog's shit. So, uh, and he's still smoking, staring me in the eyes, like, didn't even flinch. He, he saw. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he saw me step in his, his dog's uh, excrement. And, um, and uh, luckily, there was still snow on the ground, so I took care of that pretty quick. So we just kept talking. I shrugged it off. I was like, oh, whatever. I pretended it wasn't his dogs, even though it was clearly very fresh. Um, and uh, and then as I'm talking, uh, his dog circles around and uh, lifts a leg and, and pees on my boots. No. Yeah. <laughs> Same conversation. So uh, that that was a pretty awkward encounter by mm. the end of it, and I was glad to leave. But and snow doesn't work really well for getting uh, dog urine oh, off yeah. your, your leg, uh, in my experiences. Really? You have a lot of those experiences? All <laughs> my door knocking. Happens yeah, a lot. yeah. No, I meant with dog pee, but anyways. Uh, no, actually, snow is probably your best friend in that scenario. Yeah. I couldn't imagine something better. Yeah. You don't have to touch it. Did he acknowledge? Did he laugh? Was it just a big chuckle? Like uh, the- he, acknowledged the, he acknowledged the pee. He was yeah. like, I can't believe that just happened, but then just kind of carried on his merry way what are you gonna do at that point is like you're like oh my dog just peed on you You know what (laughs) yeah we're five minutes into a conversation at that point you're just trying to be pleasant you just move on and (laughs) have have you guys had anybody who's like really confrontational like does that happen or uh not too much uh we've had aggressive personalities uh not confrontational where i'm afraid to get in a fight yeah. or something like that like does anybody um, tell you guys off for knocking oh, on yeah. their doors yeah, yeah. we've, oh, we've yeah. had that um so someone's told you to f off oh yeah that, that's huh. ha- that's happened before for sure well the funny thing is our our farm is pork equilum and pork equilum has a no no soliciting or door knocking bylaw so so uh, we've heard for the so, whole city yeah yeah that's that's what we've heard so, so you guys are, are rule breakers Yes, we are. I wonder what they do, but, but it's okay. It's civic elections, probably. But at the same, yeah, exactly. At, at the same time, we don't consider ourselves solicitors because we are we are not knocking on doors to ask people if they are going to sell their home today. We we are at, knocking on doors just to meet people and to build rapport in the community and give them some value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the uh, the key to um, you know 
how we uh, go about our business is, um, you know, with the right intention, being genuine, um, providing value. Um, at the end of the day, I'm trying to, you know, are we are trying to build a relationship um, with somebody. And, um, you know, that's the most important thing that uh, we're trying to accomplish because it's not about uh, the short-term um, possibility. You know, sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about, oh, this person might want to sell in two years, five years, ten. You know, the, the long view, the long picture is, uh, you know, how we go about things. And then maybe they never want to sell, and that's okay, right? But, um, you know, if we can make someone's day better, um, you know, I've had some great moments where, you know, elderly gentleman that comes to mind uh you know we're just had a conversation with him for 30 40 minutes you know he lost his wife a few years back and it's just about connecting with somebody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know i know josh helped somebody last year that fell in his home yeah uh, i i knocked on an elderly person's door and uh the door was open it was the summertime and i heard some slow shuffling in the kitchen and appears this man trying to get to the door uh very slowly and he literally fell to his face right in front of me a lot his legs just gave out and hit the wall hit the ground he was bleeding i was like oh my god what is going on so i helped him up helped him into his chair just chatted him up turns out he was a renter he, he was renting from uh one of i think two homes in the uh river springs community that is still owned by their strata and rented out so uh yeah that was a really it was a great exchange by the end of it but uh also something you don't want to do every day wow yeah that's intense yeah it's very interesting how you guys are sort of picturing it and the mindset you're going in with which um seems to be kind of a theme with you guys is that there's a lot of maybe different mindsets than how a lot of realtors are are kind of looking at things yeah because i think anybody that actually does door knock or has done it. I think it was probably more common through 2015 to 17. I have a buyer for you kind of uh, approach. So and that's, then, and that's then a very my... common tactic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the public knows, but it leaves a really bad taste in my mouth because yeah. a lot of times there's no buyer. Yeah, there, exactly. there, there, yeah it's, it's a line. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we're, uh, we're, we're probably going to have uh, more realtors, uh, maybe door knock in our farm but we've established the difference we've established a real relationship with these people mm-hmm. rather than just you know hey uh have you thought about selling right you know anybody else that wants to sell right it's just it's just kind of like such a short-term um approach and and you may get some success out of that i'm not saying you can't but um you know i think the, the key word is being genuine in in our approach right um and consistent yeah have you guys come across other knockers we haven't. We've heard that they're out there. Oh. Um, That'd be awkward. You both show up at the door at the same time. Yeah, you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> for the first time the other day, uh, I came across a realtor that was handing out her own flyers because she had a listing in the area, but that's the closest thing I've come to uh, a yeah. door knocker realtor. <laughs> what, um, what have you learned along the way like what are there any things that surprised you or things you thought would work that didn't don't or or vice versa things that you're like oh this really works and and maybe you didn't think of it at the start yeah that's a great question actually um what i've learned is that uh we are we are our own worst enemies we're the ones that get in our way uh when i started door knocking uh, i was full of fear and anxiety and um the battle for me was fully in my mind for the, for the first year was getting out of your way, realizing that, you know, 
if you have something valuable to offer people and you're authentically not there to sell them something, then what what are you afraid of? Like, what are they... You're not giving them anything to reject. People can't reject free information and they can't reject a friendly handshake. They, they can reject a salesperson, so just don't be a salesperson. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's really what what you are as a realtor walking on a, or, or walking up to a stranger's door um you you are not a realtor at that point you are uh someone who wants to build relationship with someone and um yeah that's probably the biggest thing and, and the the biggest hurdle that i had to overcome to uh totally dissipate any fear and anxiety going up to a to a door and what how did you get over it just consistency just show up right like um many days i just wanted to stay home uh, i don't want to do it today it's cold it's miserable uh it's raining someone was really angry with me yesterday um i just don't my head's not in it and then you show up on those days and and like out of your, your first conversation you got like the friendliest guy in the world mm-hmm. and you chat with them for you know, four minutes and you're like, you know what? Like I'm, I'm walking around. It's half decent outside. I'm meeting people. I mean, that's probably the, the, the greatest, um, hurdle in our industry is how do I get in front of people? Right. Right. Like you're always just trying to get in front of, meet someone new, talk to someone new. Um, so that's just the fastest way that we know right now is how, what's, because we don't have a huge, client list we don't have a huge circle of influence yet um that's the fastest way to get in front of people make an impact on them give them some good information and mm. and build build some rapport and just be nice and likable yeah yeah i think i to just be a have human a good, being yeah right, you know and uh, have good character a good yeah. personality is there anything you guys thought would just like people would love or would be absolutely amazing that you're like oh no this experiment did not work. You must have an example. You, you read like a self-help book a week. Come on, you tried something. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to understand that question. Though. Is there something you thought would work really well that you're like, oh, in practice, this hasn't worked out the way I thought it would or maybe not even in door knocking, just in your business in general? Hmm. That's not a good question. You got me stumped. Um, <laughs> I would say... Uh, I would say the thing that I had to stop doing was uh, assuming people don't want to talk to you. So mm-hmm. what happened early on was uh, I was bailing too early. So I, I, I would poise a question that uh, I could get a straight answer and, um, and not, there's nothing wrong with getting a straight answer. I just mean I, I would pose questions that would set myself up to end the conversation very quickly mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because I already was anticipating someone that probably didn't want to talk to me that day. Yeah. So that's so, again, being in your own mind, you're saying, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, I could probably echo to that as well. Um, you know, having the, uh, the right thought process and how do you want this conversation to go? Right. And get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's a good question, but it's hard to, I'll maybe come back and ask you after year five, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I guarantee you, like, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I, 
some of the stuff I've mailed out where I'm like, oh, this is going to be an amazing, like, people are going to absolutely love this, and then just nobody responds to yeah, it. Or yeah. um, I found, for me, you know, you, we've all, every one of us has had some mentorship by, by Keith. And Keith has some stuff that probably works for the majority of people, but doesn't work for me. Like, an mm-hmm. example is Keith's a big proponent of book the appointment at the open house. Mm-hmm. Like, the... He, I, I know one of the things Keith used to talk about really early on was have a vacant listing that's similar to the one you're opening, book an appointment in advance, and then when somebody comes through that might be right for it, be like, oh, hey, like I can show that to you in like half an hour. Yeah. In practice, that has never worked out well for me. Yeah. Like in, in fact, and maybe it's what you're saying, Josh, of I get in my own head, mm-hmm. but I feel like a creep when I'm like, feel hey, thirsty. hey down the street there's a vacant place we could go there <laughs> like what why do you have that set up already so i i and you know there's stuff that maybe for some agents out there that works perfect but just in in mm-hmm. my yeah. thing and i think what you're saying also really applies to the like i think when we first start maybe not eli because you came in with a plan but most new agents want to kind of be the casual agent at the start like i don't want to be salesy i don't want you to think i'm salesy mm-hmm. so like cool like here's my card call me if if you're interested like and 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 that stuff just just doesn't work right yeah. like yeah. it yeah. uh yeah, you yeah. think you're being casual but really you're just not closing at all yeah, <laughs> yeah you're not being a salesman whatsoever yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think what you're talking about is uh just being authentic and aligning with you know who yeah. you are right you know if you're trying to be if i'm trying to be you right it, it might not work that well right you know like i know you're really good with uh social and your eat new west group and um you know is that totally me you know probably not right you know so um yeah. i'm trying to be better with this, the social and then that's something we're focusing on more video this year um definitely making we're you know doing a lot more uh, video emails and things like that and, and taking the next step with that yeah and i mean in the words of keith you're again you're just trying to find your people right so yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's you know that's so true like i i can say that a lot of the people i've worked with are totally people i could do just hang out with, you know, down to earth people. Right. Um, but also robots. (laughs) 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 No, people, I just want to, you know, have a beer with, or, um, you know, I'm just, have a kind of a human conversation with right you know so um, some people don't want that but uh, you know I find that a lot of people um, that I've worked with are are definitely similar to it's interesting that yeah you just have a type yeah exactly the way you know it's really apparent when you look after someone's business I I was just (laughs) about to say right the first time you watch another realtor's business and you're like oh I would never work with any of these people (laughs) and they all hate me (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah totally well Thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing your thoughts. And yeah, it's our uh, pleasure. I think it's really cool. Like you guys are kind of attacking it in a totally different way than most agents do, and I'm I'm glad you're seeing success with it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, if Jeff. people want to get a hold of you, where's the best way? Is there a is there a King and Urquhart uh, website yet? Or because you guys are new as a t- as a team. Yeah, that, that's in process right yeah. now. So what what's yeah. the best way people can find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, remaxjosh.com and uh, you are at elikingrealestate.com. Uh, my social media is elikking88, uh, Instagram. And then uh, we have phone numbers, we have cell phones. And we have the, our King and our cart uh, um, Instagram page as well. Yeah, page, probably right? there'll be a lot of people 
yeah. seeking through the, the socials. So I'm not very active on Instagram. I have about uh, five photos on my personal account. All of cats. Uh, not quite, no. But some furniture that I made, a picture of my old Toyota that I still miss. <laughs> That's about it. Um, Eli, on the other hand, uh, has quite a big Instagram. He's following. quite active. Yeah. 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 So yeah. We'll, I'll just let him handle that side of the business. It'd cool. be great. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, and if people want to get a hold of Matt or his partner in crime, uh, Jer, who was with us today, uh, you can find them at thenewwestguys.com. If you want to reach me, Jeff McLennan, I am at realestatenewwest.com. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. <laughs>